Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Brett Bielma getting his Fighting Illini ready for a Saturday battle with Michigan, 11 o'clock St. Louis time, that you can see on ABC television. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, we're always thrilled to. And teams deal with adversity all the time, and your team dealing with, with back-to-back losses. How's practice been? How has your team reacted in regards to uh, getting ready for Michigan? You know, uh, I think two things. we got to obviously make the mistakes or correct the mistakes from uh, last week's game, uh, players, coaches, everybody involved, and, and kind of learn from them. The last thing you want to do is take the, the setbacks we've had the last two weeks and leave them in the past. we got to carry them forward, learn from them, uh, put ourselves in a better position. But uh, I would say, you know, Sunday was a mixed bag. It was a little bit of uh, frustration, disappointment. Um, uh, obviously, corrections are never easy to take after a loss, but um, Tuesday, yesterday, they had a really good practice, and I expect more of the same this morning. Coach, that's, that's what I was going to ask. How much is it frustrating knowing you all had uh, a clear path to winning the Big Ten West, and now you're going to have to scrape and, and, and claw to get back into it? How much frustration is it for those young men and, and for you as coaches? Well, obviously, uh, you know, the frustrating thing of any time you're in, in a situation, competitive environment, is just to, you know, deal with the reality of the moment. Um, uh, we really try to focus on uh, what's in front of us each week. As you win more games, uh, people always want to talk about the end. What we try to do is try to stay focused on the now. And obviously, uh, Michigan State was a, a tough game. We had some guys play good football and some guys do some things that obviously uh, cost us defeat. Uh, as coaches, we got to do a better job. And in the Purdue game, uh, just the way it played out, obviously a lot in front of us and um, started off good. Obviously, played some some good football, but weren't able to close out in the half. I. I did appreciate I thought our guys competed. Um, had quite a few guys step into. One of the things that was different the last two games and the first the, the six games that we won in a row is, is just being able to execute on the opportunities we had. Obviously, the, the um, opportunities that they took advantage of were uh, against us. But, you know, I like this group. I like where they're at. I'm excited to get to Michigan and see where we're at. Coach, you all had a uh, – Chase Brown got rolled up late, uh, looked like an ankle injury late in that game versus Purdue. Any update on him uh, for this weekend? You know, um, him uh, as well as several other players are, are doing everything they can to try to get themselves uh, in the best position for Saturday. I do, I do know, as you know, Kerry, that uh, the Big Ten Conference, the race is a, it's a long one. It's one that grinds out, and here at the end, you're going to have to have guys step into uh, roles that uh, you know maybe they didn't know were coming. Some of them do know it's coming. The good thing for for Chase and 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 uh, you know he's been playing a lot of good football over a long period of time, so. Uh, if we get him back the latter part of this week and get him involved in the game plan, that's great. If not, it's the next man up. Fighting Illini head coach Brett Bielma with us on 101 ESPN. And, Coach, you've been around long enough so that when you build a coaching staff, you want to get guys that are smarter than you are. And I know you lean on your guys. You have to be really ha- proud of Ryan Walters being a nominee for the Broyles Award, and that goes to the top assistant in the nation. Yeah, uh, it's two years in a row I've nominated him for that award. I, I I don't know if you made the list of nominees last year, but, uh, you know, Ryan's a very talented coach, a guy that uh, 
you know, gets the best out of his players, uh, adapts and adjusts uh, this year, especially here the last uh, two to four games, we've been really uh, hit hard with some injuries and, and multiple injuries at the same position. And I think that's the truest sign of a coach is guys that have the backups ready to play. And although they may not do everything right, uh, so definitely uh, a lot of guys doing the right things in the right situations. Coach, speaking of that defense, you all have had some some really outstanding play, uh, especially from your secondary. Witherspoon had an interception that I, I know got called back, but it was a, a great play by him. Uh, J- Jartavius Martin has been playing extremely well also. What are you seeing from these guys, and, and how important is it to have just that solid depth on the back end? Well, we kind of knew going into the season that uh, our secondary has got to be a, a strength for us. Got a lot of experience back there, a lot of good players. Uh, Spoon was playing good football at the end of last year. Quan uh, Tepley and and Sydney as well, the guy that's kind of been the surprise. Kendall Smith uh, has really risen to the challenge, and then, uh, unfortunately, he's out for the year now. But we had uh, uh, Taz was really doing a nice job. Uh, he he got injured. His backup, uh, uh, you know, Terrell Jennings, he, he actually came in there and did a nice job and was doing some good things. Had his first interception, and unfortunately, he was injured, uh, which took us to T. Strain, who uh, is a redshirt uh, sophomore fo- uh, corner who really hadn't played a lot of football, but. Uh, he came in, was doing some things, and then he actually got a concussion as well. So uh, it's kind of been one of those uh, by committee. We actually put Quan uh, a little bit at corner just because we were running out of bodies. But uh, they've had a good week of practice and got new guys in the lineup and hopefully see where they go. Coach, I'm always intrigued by the college head coach. And by the way, congratulations on the way things are going here in St. Louis from a recruiting perspective. But if you're putting in a 16-hour day as a college football head coach, how much of it is devoted to this year's team? And how many of those hours are devoted to the next four years' team? Yeah, Randy, it's a good question, actually. Uh, as a head coach, you kind of always got to do what's on the immediate horizon and what's a little bit beyond. So um, usually during the day, like we get in here early in the morning, our first half is at 6.30. I would say from from the time you arrive in the morning till, till noon, the most of my day is really committed to, you know, practice, uh, uh, all the structures around our current roster. Uh, right after practice, a large part of my day is in, on review of practice, but also game planning for the, for the Saturday in different areas. Um, but a lot of times late afternoon, early evening, uh, especially on, on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, I'll meet with my personnel staff and we'll do a lot of a lot of future planning, forecasting, roster development, uh, you know, transfer awareness, uh, update, uh, high school recruiting. Uh, really during the course of the week and the evenings, there's quite a bit of that. And it literally kind of depends on the time of year, but also on the, uh, 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 you know, by week we do a lot of future planning scheduling. But uh, recruiting is like shaving. You miss a day, uh, it, it, everybody knows it, right? So you, you definitely uh, have to put yourself in a, in a position to kind of be ahead of the game in a, a variety of different ways. Transfer awareness update. That changed in a blink, didn't it? <laughs> it's it just, uh, you know, it, it's it's crazy. Like, literally, especially they changed the rules now. Um, they really structured the portal so that guys can't get in until a specific date and time. Uh, and when that date hits, I mean, it's going to be a floodgate uh, of guys. And, you know, obviously we're not going to recruit all of them, but the ones that you do want to get involved in, they got to be, a, you got to have a good awareness, got to have an idea of who they are and how to get a hold of them in a short window of time. Hey, Coach, the uh, the Illini haven't played Michigan, I believe, since 2019 and haven't played at Michigan since 2016, which means most of those kids on that on that roster have not been uh, – have not played Michigan and have not been at Michigan. Have you talked to them about what that experience is going to be like and, and going into there and what it means to have an opportunity to beat them in their home? Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, ironically, of our 118-man roster, the only two guys that have played at Michigan uh, are Art Sikowski, who is a transfer from Rutgers, who – who he played at Michigan when he was at Rutgers, and then uh, 
Chase Brown uh, actually played at Michigan when he was still at Western Michigan uh, before he transferred here. So the only two guys that had played uh, were playing for a different team. Um, in addition to that, uh, you know, obviously uh, our guys, we have, you know, made reference and, and do, re- uh, you know, go back to a year ago when we beat Penn State at Penn State, uh, similar road environments, obviously a different kind of stadium. But um, this has been here, done that. Uh, it's something our guys have sunk their teeth into. It's uh, obviously – uh, a point of emphasis this week, you know, you're playing Michigan at Michigan in the big house, but we're not going there to play, right? We're going there to hopefully win a football game, and um, our guys are prepared very well, and I'm excited where they're going to take to practice today and see where we get for Saturday. Coach, go get them on Saturday, and thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you, Rand. Take care. I I. I and I. That is the head coach of the Fighting Illini, Brett Bielma. And by the way, the Illini got a commitment from – East St. Louis offensive tackle Brandon Henderson, 6'4", uh, 320, and he has made the commitment to Illinois. So good for, good for Brandon. Good. good for him. Good for the Illini. At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays. When people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.